0: View life, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Knife Making Down Under podcast, um, where we decided after the last episode that we're going to run fortnightly. And we hope we've got a lot of content to cover given that we've had two weeks um, of no show here on this podcast. We have a guest with us tonight, we're going to let a few more people get on board, but we do have a guest with us tonight, and we've got uh a fella that you guys will know by either bafu bafu or Bryn is his real name and we've got Bryn on board and we're going to have a bit of a chat to Bryn about a recent hammering that he hosted at his place but we'll just get a few more people on um in the listeners zone and we'll get a few more comments with people saying g'day there's brad brad's one of our first on board all the time thanks brad g'day mate
1: I'm so glad Austin. there's people
0: out there with nothing and- better to do. <laughs> Good day, Anthony. Good I was reading the comments today after I posted up that we were going to go live and it's just nice to see that, you know, we're not the only ones with no life <laughs> or, or very low, um, very low projection of what's actually called entertainment, but here we are. <laughs> Got to do it. Hey Steve, how you going mate?
1: Seven. G'day, mate. How are you going? Well, we're up to thirty-seven. That'll do. Let's get cracking.
2: Yeah, right. Especially Let's Let's so I can get some better reception.
0: There's Cheers. G'day, mate. Sounds like a robot. Oh, I yeah, sound like
2: normal. a robot,
0: do I? Yeah, no. Cheers, that's that's
2: that's I'm mate, trying to. Um,
0: again. My internet, my, my internet's um, average. I'm trying to just uh, hotspot off my phone, which is. Usually better.
1: do I say hello? I hope I did. Is he, is he being sarcastic? I don't
0: know. Lost on me. No, we say g'day to Steve. We say g'day to him.
1: Uh, Andrew, there you go. Facebook user, Facebook user. All you Facebook users, uh, if you wouldn't mind just clicking up the top there and um, on the link and give permission for your name to be used so we know who we're talking to. Uh, we don't mind total randoms talking to us. kind of used to it. But um, it's, just, uh, it's just nicer. More better. More better up better off. so let's get cracking
0: go for a kiss. yeah as saying just before welcome to another episode of knife making down under podcast pubcast the usual well now fortnightly thursday session where we're gonna get on and say good day and talk about knives and stuff and shit and things but tonight we have with us Bryn Bafu Bafu who's a regular contributor on our uh Facebook page knife making down under page and a little while ago i got hit up by Bryn um about an adventurous little thing that he was going to do which is called hosting a hammer in now Bryn, you just hosted a hammer in at your joint um how many people did you get over there mate
2: yeah can you hear me Yep. yeah Yep, that's right. Just Kev's hand's a bit weird, so I missed all... Yeah, no, that's just Kev. (laughs) No, I missed everything that you said, Kev, that's all. No, he's talking about your
1: hammering, mate. Tell us, how many people did you have there? Can you hear me okay?
2: Yeah, I can. Um, Good. Mate, probably all up about 30. Um, That's including family and some good mates that come out to um, give me a hand, which is very lucky that my mum and mates pitched in for me. Um, no, that's
1: excellent. 30 is yeah. a good turnout in COVID times.
2: It's a big number. Anytime. Uh, especially yeah. since I really didn't know what to do or how to go about <laughs> anything. Uh, Who did you have yeah. up
1: there with you? Did you have What's any that? presenters organised? Did you have any presenters organised
2: or did you go? Yeah, no, Paul Harrison Ariston come down. Um, the whole hammering sort of revolved around Paul having a weekend off and um, wanting to get together. And, um, yeah, the hammering's what it turned into, I guess. So it was great to have Paul there. Um, I missed his talks and his lessons, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, too much running around.
0: I
1: know the feeling. Yeah.
2: And that, that made a big difference, to have people with um, a lot of experience.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: Absolutely. And it's
1: that sort of... Um, You know, what I really love about hammerings, and I've been, I started holding hammerings back in, I don't know, 2010 or 11 or 12 or something through Bushcraft Oz. It's how I got into the scene,
2: so to speak, in the community. And the community is just killer in this industry. It's really good. So, yeah, it's great to have um, so many people that I didn't know, which is a very bizarre thing for me at my house. You know, it's um, pretty weird. But um, between Paul, Luke Berklemans, he made some yep. – was a big help in what to do and how to set up and inviting people. Luke's a good um, guy. Maker Smith, look him up, guys.
1: Maker Smith is his, where what he goes under on Instagram and that. We've had Luke on the show before.
2: Yep. Yes. No, so all in all, Cracker Weekend. Uh, forging was most of it. Um, I've never forged, so that was a, a good thing for me to, to look at. Um, yeah.
1: So, what do you you mainly well, make out of?
3: Do uh, you still want us?
4: Go ahead, Colin. I'm going to try now. How's that? I just changed my mic. Is that better?
0: Yeah, that sound that sounds better from this end.
4: Okay, cool. We'll just keep yes, rolling sir. with it.
0: Bryn, I was I was saying,
3: I was saying after hosting thirty peoples people, do you still want to make noise or do you still want to see any kind of? Forging related stuff, or are you you over it for a week?
2: I need a week off to get some sleep and kick back (laughs) a bit. It was a pretty big build up to it. um, I had one bloke, um, Andrew Murphy, come around and give me a bit of a hand getting things organized. Um, A lot of gear was borrowed from people um, Alan Armistead and Don Mitchell. Um, You know, anvils, bigger forgers, radius master grinders, uh, 2x72. uh, from Andrew, which um, shout out to Weber Abrasives for supplying a heap of belts for that, and um, yeah, nice. Gamaco, Timmy, you're a legend, mate, for the shirts, the steel, and some belts. And um, even though there was a stuff up in the order, don't know if it was me or Timmy, but um, Timmy pulled through, mate, and um, got the rest of the steel to me on time. So, without help like yeah, that, excellent. a lot of people you just can't pull it off. I mean, I've got. Nice bandsaw, beautiful grinder, a mill, but it's not enough to accommodate a large number of people. So, um, huge shout out to the guy.
0: There's a big level of logistics that go into even hosting a small event. And, you know, it was really nice of Gamaco not that long ago to promote that when they were, people were going to hold a hammer in to let them know and they'd jump on board and help out with some of the gear. And in the you know current environment, it, it's a really nice gesture and um, you know a great way of getting people back face to face doing this sort of thing.
4: It's how we started. It's how it all started. Hammerings. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, it's a big effort from the guys. I think everybody that was a knife maker walked away with a shirt. Um, I had a good range of stuff I've been collecting for it anyway, but to know that I had extra um, and extra steel so we didn't run out was, mate, it's pretty awesome, eh? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So with with 30 people, mate, uh, what was the format that you used? You said Paul was down and ran a couple of classes. Um, I'm assuming you would have got someone like um, Jay to do some grinding and uh, probably Luke to do some stuff there too?
2: Mate, I didn't have a format. Um, I said to everybody at the start of it that, it was my job to get everyone here. And yeah. um, <laughs> nice. it's up to you. Yeah. Um, Paul wanted to have um, his bit of thing. I supplied some Damascus at the rabbit hole that I have recently got into. And um, everybody, mate, they just got into it and did what they wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Bit of, bit of Damascus made up at the other shed with a little forge press that I made. And
0: yeah. What was uh, what was like? What was the highlight of the event for you? Um, you know, from your perspective as the fella that put it all together or organised it, what was the highlight for you?
2: Um, probably everybody just getting on, no bullshit, having fun, teaching each other. Yeah, that's probably the big one. Um, the the closest thing I've been to it was a symposium. Um, and at the symposium, I just did the beginner courses, I think I did two with you, Kev. Yep, um, and just talking to people down there if things you wanted to know, if they didn't know what you wanted to know, they'd soon turn to somebody and introduce you, and away you went, you know. So,
4: so Uh, Bryn, whereabouts in Australia are you for the
2: listeners overseas? And mate, I'm in Toowoomba, Queensland, uh, which is about 100 West of Brisbane. Right, good. Yep. Uh thirty acres. We so got a bit of room.
4: It's good. Nice. It's good. You got you got no neighbors close? Make some noise.
2: Yeah, make plenty of noise.
4: So uh, did you do camping
2: on site or was it just one day job? Uh no, we had camping on site. I had tents. Um, staff told everyone to bring swags. Um Dan Peterson, Steve Tully, Paul Arrison, a couple of my mates stayed. Um, we stayed up at my mum's place. they got a pretty big house. Um, the weather can turn quite bad here. Um, and mum being mum, just said no. Just hook up in the bedrooms and everyone was comfy. So, mm-hmm. Definitely nice room. Mm-hmm. Other one, there's plenty of room for people nice. in camp and that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, that's
0: what it comes um, down to, mate. Just that grassroots stuff of, you know, throw a swag down, make knives, don't shower for four days. Who could want much more than that?
2: Yeah, unless the wind um, comes in and blows 60 knots. <laughs> Why not? But yeah, you guys, would have been talk,
0: you guys would have been talking enough shit to bloody counteract the 60 knot wind.
2: Yeah, that's what like you always find, don't you, mate. <laughs> But to be yeah, on the group agri- awesome. so people can have their own private spaces. And-
0: yeah, that no, sounds good. It sounds very good, actually. What uh, we have, yeah, we, just so. had a, we just had a little post up there from Steve Tully, basically saying a quick rundown on some of the stuff that happened, like Luke made some Damascus chisels from Brin's billets and a bottle opener. Uh, Paul F. and Keisha made Damascus. Dan P. forged... A big Jason Knight knife, not, not absolutely not surprised there. And Steve Tully hammered a roller bearing into a kitchen knife, which is probably a big job in itself, I would imagine.
4: That would be a decent
0: job. Don't yes. move, man. Yeah. They don't move on the hammer much. No, that's a big effort. He must be young, Dan, if he's doing that.
2: Yeah, we wouldn't go.
0: Paul F. That's Paul.
4: Uh, Paul Florence.
2: Paul Florence, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, a okay. yeah,
0: good. yeah,
4: yeah, good to see he's back in the scene.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen Paul or heard from Paul for a long while. That's
2: fantastic.
4: Yeah, good to yeah, hear great, he's good.
2: Great to have Paul there and have a look at his swords and you know, Sunday watching. Oh, I've got him one. Forge yeah, I'll knife. go and get one. Right up to watch him forge a knife. Digital tapers, everything. Pretty mind blowing to watch. You know, I can't pull that off on a grinder. No. Yeah, right. Mate, it's just practice. Uh, That's all that comes down. To
0: repetition, jumping out of your comfort zone every now and then. Look at what Corrin's got now. For those for those people that are on one of our uh, channels that can't see the live feed, Corrin's just brought in to play absolutely massive Paul Flor- Florence sword. It's got about a bloody nine inch long ricasso area with some engraving on it. And then the rest of the how, sword how, is how about how fucking big is that three feet long. <laughs> it's <laughs> got to be a four foot long blade. Sure, it, it's it's
4: not your regulation six inches. Let me assure you,
0: um, it's a it's a claymore,
4: two handed, um, hand forged by the by the Florence himself, and um, engraved by Donate. So that that engraving both sides.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's epic. That.
4: Yeah, so, and it's all beautiful. That's all Paul Florence.
0: That's right, the green leather sheath.
4: I've got to try and get it back in without <laughs> so decapitating You need really it. long
0: arms to get this thing back into its <laughs> It's
4: a weapon, I'll tell you.
0: Wait till, the, his
3: kids find it. Wait till the kids find it and use for chopping watermelon in the backyard.
4: Yeah, yeah. well, don't, don't go. Or there.
0: something harder.
4: Yeah, yeah. House bricks. Yeah. What did I chop? I tried to chop a whiskey bottle with it when I was Look pissed. Um, anyway, that that's not something to be proud of, is it? Anyway, <laughs> never mind.
2: How's that sword <laughs> feeling in the hand, Corin? Oh, it's light, tool. beautifully balanced, <laughs> yeah. light, unbelievably like yeah. for yeah.
4: for the length. It's it's just beautiful. It's just it's just mint.
0: I mean, lovely,
4: lovely. Yeah, one of my prized possessions. That one, that'll be the family heirloom.
2: Yeah, bloody hell. No, he That's was nice. add his knife and explaining what and why he's doing things for everyone.
4: So. He's a machine at forging as well when he's uh, when he's informed. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, can swing a hammer. It's been a long while. Like I said, I think it was a couple of years ago I saw Paul uh, Florence at one of the events doing doing a demo and it was – yeah, pretty fucking wicked to see. I don't use hammers that size. Screw that. Yeah, it's yeah. a big hammer. That was, it a, was Chief. a
3: Chief's place, what was that one?
0: place, yeah. That
3: yeah. was that one. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah that was 2015 yeah. or something. Yeah. Wow.
0: He came down, came sure. down and, oh, no.
4: and he forged a sword sort of during the week, uh during the weekend sort of thing.
0: That's right. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, awesome stuff. So, so it's good to hear, mate, that in that sort of event you get the support of the community. Everyone just comes along and gets along all right. Um, you could have you lot could have scrubbed up a bit better for some of the photos, though, I've got to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <No>, that's, <laughs> that's you, they're, not really shy they're not all shape ponies. They're not all shape ponies like you, mate. mate. I'm just saying it because I'm fucking envious of having a, <laughs> like, an event with 30 people. Oh mate, look, I can't when was the last time we had that, the symposium last
4: year? Oh, mate, I'm looking forward to time. it. Just can't, just yeah. can't wait to get back out onto the, onto the, um, hammering circuit and that. It's, um, it's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Paul mentioned the, um, Queensland night show just been canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Went, having Paul up for a weekend and catching yeah. up, uh, to what it was. So, um, but mate, great event. Um, Next time, I'll probably do catering a little bit different so that I don't have to run around as much. Um, I took no photos Saturday, unfortunately. And uh, no, that happens. Uh, great yeah, weekend. That mate. happens.
0: It yep. again. You got, it's, it's that learning curve. It's that learning curve of hosting event. It's one thing to have a couple of mates around and swing a hammer, mm. it, it's another big thing to have 10 people around. And then it's just a monumental effort to have 30. And that's one of the reasons that's that's one of the reasons we asked you to come on tonight. That was a big effort, mate, and it was it, it's deserving of a bit of credit or a lot of credit to yourself for putting that together and a lot of credit, like I said, to all the blokes that turned up, particularly those that were experienced enough and had done that sort of thing, just to jump on board. And that's one of the things I'd sort of sent you in, you know, some of the questions you'd sent my way was find the guys that have the experience, give them a job to do, and and they'll do
2: it. They'll, they'll just do it. That's that's how it goes. Yeah, and that's, you know, guys like um, Dan Peterson and they've that they just, they get into it and everyone seems to follow them and it makes it easier for me because um, I don't forge. I, I think I forged a knife once, and by the time I ground the issues out of it, there wasn't much left. <laughs> uh, Got a piece of alfoil out of it. <laughs> yeah, So um I've got the venue, and yeah, you guys work it out from yeah, there. I that's guess. a big part of it, mate. That's a that's a huge part of it.
4: Yeah, the catering's oh, a I, big thing. I used to kill, yeah. used to be killer catering at my stuff. We used to just do sausages on the barbie, but it just yeah. You got the time you spend fucking around doing that, you're missing what's going on, and it becomes less less enjoyable for the host, which which isn't conducive to running more. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have a good time, brim, you're less likely to do it again. So you got to think about it next time just to just call for volunteers, who's in charge of food, who's in charge of this and that. I went to a hammering once, though, 2010 would have been. Some people out there would remember this. It was a blacksmith's hammering. I won't mention any names, but the guy in charge of food got so pissed he tried to cook on a Coke Forge. Didn't end well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so just make sure they're reliable people. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much it. Don't be afraid to give people a job. That's how it goes. And like I said, most people, um, you know, I, I love it, mate. I, for me, I love it if someone says, hey, Kev, can you come to this hammer in and show people how to do, you know, forging, whatever. It's like fuck you, yeah, I'll come along to that because you get to come along and you do you, you do your session or two sessions or five hours, it doesn't matter. And then, you know, at some stage, you're going to get to kick back with a couple of tinnies and just talk shit with everyone and you know absolutely fantastic i'm envious mate i'm envious I'll be up there
2: come to the come to the next one the problem with people was anybody apart from sort of a couple of local people that i'd i had met was down at the symposium and most people are a long way away from where i am yeah
0: I was running a class; otherwise, I would have tried to get there. That's for sure. Yeah,
4: I've been. Um, yeah, I didn't even know I was on. I've been off social media, dealing with some shit. And, anyway, and I was been down, uh, down fishing with um, Dean Hamilton down at Forge through. Oh, did you go? Did you fish in his private lake? No, nah, but oh. we went up in his in in the secret creeks, mate. We, we <laughs> the secret creeks. You suck. <laughs>
0: Fucking great! You got suck some bass. Got there before me. Oh, those yeah. bass are unreal, aren't they?
4: Good fun. And they, oh, he got he's good funny. ones. I, I got a, a picture of mine. It's fucking epic in its tininess. But anyway.
0: So Dean Dean Hamilton we've had on here as a guest before. Dean runs the Forge Through program for veterans down uh, sort of towards Nelligin Way. And he's got a little well, a property down there. And he posts up some stuff on social media. He's got his own little dam that's stocked with bass. And then look at this bastard. <laughs> He's got some beautiful waterways down there with some bloody lovely bass and stuff in them, and uh, I've, he's invited me down. I've just got to get my ass down there.
4: Yeah, I was just down there burning the, down.
0: Yeah, you were down there, there for down. work, which was nice and convenient. Yeah, um, had to, had to, to burn down a couple of houses.
4: It's good. You should see it's really good to go and have a walk around, have a look at the damage from the fires as well, just how close it came.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, I saw um, the photos. I saw the photo, so it'd be interesting to get that um, reality check of actually being there. Yeah, that's awesome.
4: Someone here so, says, like I don't know how to get involved. Just go up to the top of wherever, you, wherever you're wherever you commenting. There's a link. Click on the link, and it'll um, it'll give you permission to have your name up here. So there, there you go.
0: One of Keisha. the big questions, uh, hmm. Bryn, is after that weekend, which, you know, from all accounts is pretty
2: successful, would you do it again? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's Yeah, easy. Um, Probably do things a little bit differently. Um, One of the, as you guys found out when we're trying to hook up to do this, I'm not very good with technology. So when I tried to send stuff on Messenger, I couldn't work out how to tag everyone. So I had to actually hand write on some paper and send that in message to talk to people because yeah uh, right o. that that would add to it
0: I guess a bit better
2: organized do things a bit differently but yeah no definitely keen to do it again so yeah you know, nice mate. You, mate that's awesome didn't get scared off yeah I uh, reckon it's mate,
0: such that's, um, that's a yeah big step
4: yeah and the community that it builds it's just um it's priceless you know so, yeah, well,
2: uh, yeah. I, to meet a lot of people that you uh, you either follow or, hey, Tony, um, <laughs> you either follow because you like yeah. their work or you talk to about ideas and get a bit of help from to actually finally meet them. It's a good thing. You know?
4: So there's a couple of people saying they can't see the link, and, uh, and that's probably a valid point. I'm just looking into that now. So uh, I think if you go on to the groups like knife making down under group that may be different um may not i don't know it used to be that there was a link up the top that you clicked and it gave permission oh yeah there it is is. You know you live on stream yeah so you just scroll right down and it's on the group but it's not on the page one don't know why that is can't
2: answer it well you're cooking Here the demo loads of kransky yep Cans, kransky I gotta say
0: Krans- Kransky's a good one. If you get them from Audi, they're like four bucks a pack. Don't tell
4: him Jamie's secrets. You'll, you'll put him out of business.
0: Knows, everyone knows ah. Jamie's sausage secrets. He whispers them go in their Jamie. ears. Okay. <laughs> there you go i, I, I
3: got to give Jamie a shout out. He, he's, he's a fucking legend. He came the other day. He brought the, half of the parts of my shed. And very conveniently start fucking pouring down rain. As soon as we decided to unload his truck, of course, it fucking poured down rain. We took a break, and but, yeah, again, he came here and we managed to unload it all. Again, thanks to fucking Jamie. He's a legend.
0: Yeah, awesome. Mate, those bloody um, dwarfs from bloody Mordor, they're bloody good value, I'll tell you. So what else you boys been up to? Hammerins? Well, Mert, Mert just touched on the shed stuff. My shed build's still progressing, um, you know, slowly but surely. But as I keep saying to everyone that asks why it's not going faster, I'm not building it, so it's going much faster than if I did it on my own. Um, so I've got the help of Brad Heathcote, Beer Rad, we call him down here. And uh, Brad works like a bloody madman. He's, he's a site foreman on massive building projects. And for someone doing all that sort of stuff to then spend the spare time that he could be having with his family uh, coming over and helping me sort my shed out Um, structurally sound, safe and a bit cheaper than I could have had it done. Um, You know, you just appreciate that time. But it's tantalising. It's teasing me. You know, this we've put up the bracing now, so it's a solid structure. And hopefully this weekend, if we don't get some of that rain that Mert was talking about that he's got, Um, we'll be able to put the walls up at the very least, um, possibly even get a bit further on and Corin, you were nice enough to send me down a, um, a roof vent that got here safely. Thank you. And i tell you what, after the last few times I've been in my forge, I'm really looking forward to having a bit more airflow because fuck, fuck gets hot, (laughs) even on cool, cool days. So yeah, that's the, the shed builds progressing, which is really exciting. I get, I'm getting an extra 50% of what I've currently got. Probably about a third of what you've got behind you there, Corin. Um, but you know, it's gonna it's gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna do my head a whole lot of favors too. Because I go on my workshop four <laughs> years doing the, in full time in there. I'm just lately starting to get a bit stir crazy with the the confined space. You know, only having thirty five square meters. So I'm moving up to fifty square meters, and I'll have a separate forging room and then a, a separate clean room and a separate grinding room, which is you know, going to be much better for me and students. That's so basically the poor students,
4: a double
2: garage, yeah. Yeah, it's,
0: it's going to be five by 10 metres, which is slightly smaller than what Mertz picked up. But, you know, 50 square metres for when I'm in there, mostly on my own, and I only do student, two students at a time. So it's it's a much, plenty big enough space for that. But, you know, it's been a long time coming. A lot of times I've thought about doing it and said, no, I won't do it because of, you know, a bit of a drop in earnings with COVID and stuff and, you know, a bit of a doubt about what's going on. But I'll just fucking slap myself about the face a few times and just said, "Fucking, just get it done. And then, like I said, having someone like Brad, you know, testament to, you know, those mates that are just want to help people out. Um, and I've been watching what he's done to put this thing together. I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't have had a clue how to start, you know, this big fucking adult Meccano set, but he's done it um yeah and outside of that i've run a few classes i had a had a pretty busy week actually i did three classes back to back which I'm, I'm starting to realize i'm probably getting fucking too old to run three classes back to back it's just physically fucking taxing I had two ladies would come together and they dated a course and that was i've got to say that was pretty that was an awesome experience i haven't had a class what? with doing two ladies yeah doing two ladies <laughs> two ladies at once nice Well, mate, you know, and they still smiled and said thank you at the end of it. What can I say? It's just a talent. Um, I actually, I think they were actually (laughs) going to listen to the podcast. Now now, now I'm fucked. No. But that was nice. Like I said, I don't normally get, um, not to say ladies don't come along and make the noise, but I don't often get two ladies that are friends coming along to do it. And they had a blast and it was such a good fucking fun time and a different perspective for me. Um, you know, and they walked away, they both wanted to make big cleavers each, and and the fucking twinkle in their eye when they were talking about these big cleavers was fucking scary. Uh, it, it was scary, and at the end of the weekend when they took the tape off their cleavers, they didn't give a shit about their chef knives, it was the fucking cleavers, of these ladies, and you kind of uh oh, maybe I shouldn't have sharpened them. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and then I had a midweek class, which is one-on-one, and I've got to say. Um, he he was he was one of those guys that um he was just talented. I have to say the fella that came on that course was talented and forged really well. He was just one of those guys when you show what to do, and they do it really well. And you sort of sit back and go, great, this clown's going to think that there's nothing to this gig. And you know he ended up just the noise he walked away with. I was like they were only they were marginally shy of what I would have been absolutely proud to have done myself. You know, they were in the time we did two days um, and it, it was a pretty full on experience, but he's, he's already um, hit me up for some advice on what to buy from Gamako. He's already been on your website, Corin. So I'm leading him down that path. I've been, been referred to as the enabler a couple of times recently <laughs> from my students. <laughs> so he'll be, He'll be hitting you up about a grinder and a few other bits and pieces along the way, and and then I had yeah. another class on the weekend. I'll get get to the end of this story. I had another class on the weekend, and this one set this one set sort of set the scene for why I do what I do in terms of teaching. You know, I went from another I went from Tharwa Forge where we had you know reasonably big groups, brought it back to my own workshop and i run classes primarily for two people at a time and it's more about the experience especially when it's a couple of mates than you know defined set processes unless people say they want to learn you know actual knife making stuff technically so these two guys booked in on their own accord they were single single bookings both came in on the same weekend both of them were military both of them work near each other physically they both had so many uh, common themes to what they did in their spare time that it wasn't fucking funny. And by about, I would have said, by the time they finished forging their first knife, I would have sworn that these guys were lifelong friends the way they were getting along. And even Ro, my wife was like, I oh, did these guys, are these guys' mates, did they book in together? And I was like, They didn't know who they booked in with. They're just here. And it was one of those chance encounters where you know two local guys two from military backgrounds so many things i was just sitting there shaking my head a number of times about you know the coincidences in that three degrees of separation when you come to canberra and at the end of it those guys were exchanging numbers and you know talking about all sorts of shit that didn't fucking do with knife making but they're you know bringing people together and that that was what really gave me a massive massive buzz at the end of that three class run I was spent, I was absolutely knackered, but i tell you what, I fucking went inside with a massive smile on my face. And that was the weekend that you had your hammer in, um, Bryn, and it was just like fucking wins all round on my account.
2: Well, it's a good feeling when you, um, I remember talking with you down at um, the symposium about your teaching. and you know, I used to do the um, Q-Ride motorcycle license riding and training. and It's a good feeling when you can pass your knowledge on.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's wrong.
2: People are gifted that they take that information to the grave, you know. And yeah. some people are good at teaching, some aren't. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, but um, it's well, definitely that's some a great of the thing.
0: Feedback, that was some of the feedback. Well, I get that feedback a lot. Is you know, I'm teaching people not every weekend, but a lot. Um, it's it's just what I love doing. So my enthusiasm remains. But these guys come in and they're like, you know, we're coming into your house you know you're you're doing this with us unknown unknown entities these people come in i I have a little bit of communication with them before i i meet them but then it's like you know they could be anyone and then as soon as that forge lights up mate it's just game on i'm in my environment it's what i like doing i'm more than happy to sit in my workshop on my own any other time and in complete silence making knives but when we have that camaraderie and that that thing about forging and making knives and people are coming to me for that reason it's like mate game on let's let's bring this on and fuck mate we have have a great time laughing about it all um but yeah like i said for me that end result just seeing people walk out the door talking to each other go fuck i can't believe i made these these knives and you know like i said for some of them they sort of go, oh, well, I'll I'll come back and do another course. And other guys, like I said, the fellow that did the midweek course, hit me up the next day going, I've been onto this Gamaco website. What do I need to buy? And it's like, oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Where do we start? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Everything. Well, yeah, everything. That's it, one of each. Um, (laughs) It's it's, it's amazing, Andrew's just put up a thing about we need more mentors. Um, it, that It's a good thing. It, it doesn't have to be a formal process to have a mentor. Contact yeah, a bloke yeah, that you know that makes lives. Ask him a question um, and, and you'll probably get an answer. If, it's, if you're contacting me, just be mindful that I, I am really busy and I do need occasionally to wind down. It feels like some days, you know, I'm in my forge early. I come in, I shower. And then I'm on social media and I don't mind it, but there's just some days when I just have to say no. Like a couple of nights ago, I just literally threw my phone in the bedroom. I'm going to just watch fucking brainless TV for a night and not even think about stuff. So I generally get back to people. Sometimes it takes, you know, a couple of days. Maybe you take a week, but I I do get back to people. Um, I, I, I get smashed. I get a lot of. Questions and stuff—I get smashed by, it, but my brain has to just um, just stop every now and then from thinking about knife making stuff, which is hard to
2: do. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, the, the
4: mentor.
2: Sorry, Andrew was. Um, I met Andrew probably I don't know about six weeks ago just through his Facebook. He lives quite well, thirty k's from where I do. Um, yeah, it's pretty close. I came, made made some Damascus and how to play was very instrumental and helping me out getting ready um with things for the hammering and um he had a a blade he had profiled out of the damascus he'd made and asked me on sunday i said oh how'd you go with it he said yeah good he said could you give me a hand with the grinding and um i haven't made a knife for you know four months i've been making stuff for the hammering and i sort of looked at him and Looked at Paul Arison and went, man, there's a lot of better people here to be teaching you how to, how to grind a knife than me. So, you know, and, of course, Paul being Paul, mate, straight on there. And um, it was great to see that somebody that's newer to me because I'm, you know, I'm only new to knife making myself, um, had that chance to be with people that not only can teach them maybe how to grind bevels, but. Pick up on mistakes before they make them, yeah. and how to correct things. It's it's easy to make a knife. It's not that hard. Heat a bit of 1084, drop it in some oil. It's going to work. Um, taking it to a, a different level is a, a different game. Um, and it's easy to make a and that's mistake where, over, and well, over if you don't know how to fix the mistake or you don't know why you're making the mistake. And, if and you that don't know why comes you're back to it, correct the comment someone made
4: before about you passing around a peter del rasso knife and um
2: yeah the comments about that yeah you pick something like that up and just um i bought that and thought i need to have a look at a, a top end knife you know what 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 is a top end knife and um when i got it i thought well my knives is worth about 20 bucks the time you <laughs> got this thing in <laughs>
0: Yeah,
4: maybe a bit more than that. Yeah. The other, the other thing about mentors is the guild, and so I'm going to bring this one up. Anthony Kittle, he did a 1,400 kilometre drive to see Baldy. Yep. That's Peter Bald. He's um the state rep for Victoria, um South Australia, sorry, and ran the the Adelaide Night Show for decades. And um, I believe Anthony was successful uh, with his guild assessment, so he's now a he was. I yeah.
0: yeah, hey, not now only a, he's not um, adding- not only was he successful, clean sweep across the board. Not a, not a fault mentioned about his knives that he submitted. Nice. There you go.
4: Awesome. So good it's on good you. Good effort, mate, on well board. done, Anthony. Awesome. Well done. And it's yeah. good to see Bobby. Bobby Smith has gone over from the uh, gone gone from the file to the dark side of grinding. Well done, Bobby. It's taken you longer than anyone I know, but but you're there. <laughs> Happy days. Mate, um, Bobby, and you Pat- are
0: you're in you're in for a few highs and lows, mate. You really are. <laughs> Just stick with it. Don't go back to that file, mate.
4: <laughs> and Bobby's looking for some tutoring on grinding bevels.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I forget where you're at, mate. Where's Bobby? He's at?
4: down over the he's over the border from Ben He's not far from Mal, Hannon.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Right-o.
4: Yeah. So go on,
0: there's people out Alan. there
4: bit of guidance? My bevels are 100% better, thanks, Bryn and Paul. Good things to come. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Well done. There's something so about... There's, there's also... There's another thing to say about mentoring, and that is there's good mentors and there's good students, and um, there's people out there that are excellent mentors, but if you're not a good student, you're going to get brushed aside. and. <laughs> it does happen, so yeah. uh, maybe maybe make sure you're being a little bit humble and uh, respectful, and yeah,
0: makes time, a time is about the only thing you can't get back.
4: This is my new yeah, knife Corrin, for the
0: for the again for the benefit of those that can't see. Corin's actually showing a, a stunning little Ian Stewart knife that he's recently got, and it has uh, sheep sheep horn or ram's horn scales on it. And yep. 416 guard, black nice. liners, quite fucking spectacular, really. Nice taper. Nice paper tin
4: Tinfoil taper. Uh no, no, it's probably one and a half <laughs> back end. It's probably probably a bit fat,
0: but he did his best. Must have been in a hurry no. that day.
4: <laughs> Seriously, that the, the Rams horn has got so much depth to it. I'm loving it. And um the the guard I fitted at Knife Camp, he showed me how to fit guards. At Knife Camp, for those that um, know what that is, that's the hammer in that the guild runs every year, and um, I did the course there in, in guard fitting. Um, and as you'll see, we all won't see no gaps, which you know is totally thanks to Ian. But I actually fitted the guard to that blade, so kind of a oh, collaboration.
0: Collaboration. Oh, <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> yeah. Quite you you fitted it, he knocked the pin out and fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt.
1: Yeah.
0: Matt, yeah. check one two. Are you with us? Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, that was How's my recap. It took about fucking 45 minutes as it always does. Um, we've yeah. got a question from Brad Stone or had a question from Brad Stone there about how your shed builds going. I think you might have missed your um, recap of the delivery that you were telling us with the rain and the floods. Ah, uh, look. I, my friend, my
3: friend Cole, who gives me shit because he's engineer background and he comes to my shed. he sees my dodgy tables with the nails sticking out and 25 fucking hazards on each table at all different angles and They've been trying to bolt it down with the nails and he gives me the shit all the time. And he keeps saying you need to get bigger, shed, bigger shed, bigger shed. And one day he sends me the link for the shed saying, Go buy it. You need to buy this. And I buy it. Fuck it. Then he, he does his back. He's out of commission. Like that. and then Jamie jumps in. Luckily, Jamie and I, we take down half of the shed. Then the weekend before, I think. I don't know if he's done a recording since then, but me and Cole, we managed to go there and bring the other half. But yeah, Jamie contacted me Wednesday saying, hey, well, yesterday, saying he can come and drop the rest of the shed, which is great, but I wasn't prepared for it because still half of the shed was sitting on the Cole's trailer. So Wednesday morning, I see Jamie's message. I call him. He's like, oh, I'll be there at noon. Shit. I, I go to, it's raining. I'm under the rain, fucking unload everything by myself like the first half and it's the six to a ten meter shed it's a it's a fair bit of steel to move by myself then jamie comes in then we trying to we trying to unload then fucking pours rain we take a break then we, we said fuck it we gotta go and we managed to get all unloaded but in terms of building shed i'm i'm ways off to get the new shed built because i need to get a i need the Uh, Increase the. I need to pour two meters out concrete towards the yard. So that's going to be the first thing. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to find a week that it doesn't rain. And it's been such a weird summer compared to last summer. Last year this time, I had my suitcase packed, trying to leave just in case there's a fire. This year it's been rainy as hell, and it's been raining, so we're not going to be able to dig anytime soon. But yeah, I need to get a. I need to get the concrete done then because my shed is very close to the neighbor's yard, I'm probably going to have to take it down by myself. Because while I got all the all my gear in it, I don't want somebody coming in trying to knock the shed down while I got my gear in it. So what I've been doing is lately is if I'm doing a forging, if I need one knife to be forged for an order, I'm forging four knives, five knives. I'm heat treating every week four or five knives at a time. So once I got the date penciled in to get my concrete done, I'm planning to have maybe like a 30 knives already ground and heat treated ground and only thing left is hand sanded. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll be making handles left and right. I see a timber, yep, that's that looks good. I'll put the space in that space done. Or, oh, that's a nice Irish ironwood. I can get a vested handle, put the bronze... I've been making handles and blades left and right because once it comes to a time for me to do the shit, I'm going to be out of commission for a month. By the time I take everything out, I'm not going to be in my shed for a month. So my plan is to, and you know, as a full-time knife maker, this is my whole income. I need to be able to have stuff ready. Yeah. I need to be able to have stuff ready without relying on my shed, And that's, that's going to be the hardest one. And trust me, when it comes time, when it time comes for to get the shed erected and all that stuff, I'm gonna need for help, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, uh, I'm trying to get my shed built up. Anybody wants to help?" And in exchange for like a daily knife course or this
0: and yeah, We're just I'll, doing I'll an like for help. Just just put the ah. shout out there to say, guys, I need some help with my erection. A fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'll, I'll come hold it. it. Ah, <laughs> I'm unskilled labor. I can hold it while someone screws it.
3: Uh, speaking of dickhead, I-, I need to point something. I need to, I need to tell a quick story real fast, guys. Uh, so, you know, with the night shows, since it's a visual thing, like you see the people that come at your table and you...
4: What the fuck is that? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Here we that? go. Call this me, is shed watching? going up. Your shed going up. Just keep talking. It's going up in the background. Was, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come is on. I'll, happy I'll put it, it up. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it up. Keep okay. going. I'm just fucking losing it in technology. Won't be a minute.
3: Anyway, so you know that guys? When it's the nice shows, you look at the people approaching your table. Then. You, you're trying to guess...
0: <laughs> oh, that's not merch shed, that's your fucking shed
3: <laughs> that's the kingdom of kingdom of fucking oh uh,
4: man
3: Barnings look
4: at that that's how you uh, build a shed uh, boys uh, all right. we're doing yeah. it wrong that's an anyway, Amish for those anyway, watching anyway. this and, and not watching it Amish barn raising keep going anyway
3: so so as I was saying, just fucking put With the knife shot <laughs> if somebody's <laughs> say, you're okay
0: with <laughs> We love you, man. Sorry, sorry. That was inappropriate okay, so no. I'm, gonna I'm gonna mute my I'm gonna mute my microphone. Okay, perfect.
3: <laughs> so if you if you guys remember the good old times where we used to have knife shows and somebody will come at your table and you'll try and gauge and see if they're potential buyers or not right so since there's no knife shows most of the stuff is sold online and over the weekend i decided to hold an auction because i had few knives and i need the fucking money yeah the auction perfect but what I didn't take into account was uh, the cutoff time I set my for my auction was like a four o'clock in USA in East Coast, East Coast, and most of my clients are overseas. And with the cutoff time being four o'clock, some guys from East Coast, like New York, bid on it and they didn't win. And they woke up in the morning saying, "Hey, shit, I thought I was winning," and I said, "Look, man." I'm sorry. Somebody outbid you, and I, sh- I showed them the the, the bids they lost to, and and some guy that messaged me, and he was like, "Do you have any Do you have any similar knives available?" This guy has a zero posts, two followers, okay. So I don't I don't put much faith. I, I, it doesn't matter for me, like if they got a following or not, unless I got a message from a Pakistan maker saying, "Sir, do you have the best knives available?" From, from i I'm not judging you. If they're the one sending message, I block them cunts. So this guy sends me a message saying, excuse my language. Cabbage. This, this guy sends a message saying, hey, do you have any knives available? I said, sure, this is what I have available. And he's like, yeah, I'm buying it. Perfect. Uh, send me your address. Send me your address. Okay, he sends the address. Perfect, thanks, man. And this was like 11 o'clock. And I fall asleep, I wake up, I wake up, I look at my phone in the morning. Somebody bought a knife out of my uh, webpage. I had a Turkish tourist message on my website. They said it's been purchased. I look at it, same guy who bought the knife yesterday, the guy who had zero followers, two posts or something. The reason I'm telling you about the zero followers posting is, you'll see in the story. So I had three more knives that I did, and I said, fuck it. I might as well just auction it because I was so lazy to take proper pictures and take measurements, put on my website and send the email blast saying, hey, I got three knives available. And I said, fuck it. This is three knives available. Auction. Let's go. And the same guy who bought two other knives, he bid on it. And he started the bid pretty strong. It was so strong that nobody else fucking bid. But some guy, some guy fucking got really buttered and his feelings got hurt. And I saying, Oh, you have no followers, your page, nothing. All of a sudden, you're posting you you're bidding on maybe like a 50% more than what the starting thing is. Like this motherfucker is pretty much blaming me. It's like said as if I'm as if I'm asking someone as a favor to increase the thing on no the bidding, and also he's he's blaming the other guy without knowing anything. And I send the guys screenshots of like the actual the guy was a legit buyer, but for those new makers, I will say this: some of my some of my biggest collectors on internet, on Facebook, on Instagram, are the guys who have nothing on their profiles. They got no followings. They got no posts. Nothing whatsoever. You know, when it's knife shows, we tend to judge people from better look, but it's even easier to do the same mistake when you are trying to engage with somebody over the over the social media
4: and if if anybody um
0: don't there, don't, don't, don't do that yeah i saw that i saw that stuff what on that it, uh, i saw I that stuff on s- instagram <laughs> and that guy was validating himself so, to that other dickhead that was arguing and he was like i'm the guy with zero posts and two followers and he was like, "But something like, but I have bought three of Mert's knives." Yeah. yeah, and it's like, that guy shouldn't have to say that. The other guy just needs to suck it up, princess. Yeah, just fuck off. Yeah, it. yeah. It you know
4: and and it's the, the same at all- knife shows. Because some of the some of the best collectors in Australia turn up at knife shows, <clears> and you you're not going to know you're not going to know how much money's in their pocket. They, the way they dress, you cannot judge a book by its they, color yeah That's
0: absolutely adelaide adelaide knife show a couple of couple of the regulars that were at adelaide knife show you know they just i don't know what they do i don't care what they do but they come in they collect knives and i know who they are
1: and, and they got they're
0: money. Not wearing, they're not wearing suits but i can tell you they probably walk out with three of del Rasso's knives at the end of the day and there was a story i was telling about yep. a guy in sydney knife show that came up to my table about three times looking at one knife And he came back at the end of the day and he's had another look at that knife and then he opened up his little bum bag and it was the biggest wad of cabbages I've seen in there in my life. I've never seen that many greenbacks in one sitting and he paid cash for one of my most expensive knives and you're looking at this guy going, you know, you could have written him off, but you never do that. No, no. See, Kev, if 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 that guy was buying a knife
3: of a guy right next to you, you'll be seeing his and you'll get an idea of, if you see this guy buying three knives of Peter Del Russell's table, you'll see it. But with the online, oh, yeah. there's no context. There's nothing. No, that's you right. You have no idea who that's these right. guys are.
0: No, you're right. It, it's a, it's a it, tricky it, old world to be in with the result. online. It is. So, the other uh, thing I wanted to... Yeah, go for it. Well, hey? Yeah, I just want a quick... While we've got Andrew Smith on board, Nice to see you, Andrew. Welcome to the show again. Um, I just need to put out a little shout out to the fact that the Knife Art Association, of which I'm president of and was reminded of that today, not that I need reminding, um, we're hosting another raffle. We're hosting another raffle that's supporting knife makers. So it's not an equipment raffle. It's a knife raffle. And there are some really, really nice knives on uh, the cards we have, the first prize knife is a Jackson Rumble chef knife with some rather exquisite Damascus, but more exquisite is his own Tymascus bolster on this knife. And we know that and there's if we got a people link, making...
4: I'll, I'll share uh, it up. If we've got a link. Andrew, post we, up it, a link later right and I'll share it
0: up. Post up a link, Andrew. Come on. You're letting the team now. You oh, um, can do it. The second place is a Black's Blades knives, I believe, Shane Partridge. And third one is, I believe, a Pierre Meflin knife. So there's a fantastic array of knives in there. The quality of them is superb. Um, remember, if you're supporting the raffle, you're not just supporting the Knife Art Association. You are supporting local makers that are out there in the community. And, you know, any, any help that we can get through these, um, this current period of time, where you know we're stressing out about running knife shows, and we need to keep our head above water. Um, you know it's greatly appreciated. We have a we have a rough mark about where we would like to get. If we don't make that, so be it. Less tickets bought, better your chances. But we'd like to sell more knife, uh, more tickets for these raffles. The Jackson Rumble Knife. Um, someone posted on there. Um, yeah, Tim Tim Kingswood. The Jackson Rumble knife is mint, mate. It doesn't just look mint. It is mint. It is a fucking sensational knife. I'll I'll
4: have Um, it up on the screen in a second, guys. Yeah,
0: Yeah, talk
3: talk about the bolster. He has his own Damascus titanium Damascus that he made as a bolster.
0: Yep. So a few years ago when we were at one of the – I think it was the Melbourne show and I was talking to Ali Bastian. And at that stage when Ali Bastian was making his own uh, Damascus. Ali was one of seven people in the world to be doing the Titanium Damascus. Um, And I pointed out to Ali that more people had walked on the face of the moon than were actually making Titanium Damascus at that stage. There's more doing it now. I don't know if it's just that there's more people who've got the set of cojones out there and wanting to risk it. it. But um, Jackson's a talented little fucker. And you know all credit to him he's he's worked hard to get where he is you've got his uh one of his random damascus 300 layer random damascus knives titanium titanium damascus bolster and african blackwood and he is a journeyman smith so it'll be a wonderful knife to have and then the next one if you scroll down is w2 hunting knife from um chain partridge and it's got a hot blue guard and a red gum handle with um ostrich skin inlaid sheath so shane is known primarily for his big ass knives and his lovely sheaths and that's pretty much what's on offer there and if you scroll down a little bit further Karin, we've got the last one last but not least definitely not least is one from pierre Mefflin, which is a meflin knives and it's an rwl 34 bushcraft knife with blue honeycomb scales white g10 liners and stainless hardware and and um Pierre's fast making a name for himself amongst the bushcraft community for his bushcraft knives. So that's the latest raffle. Um, you know, you can buy a small amount of tickets. You can buy a single ticket as far as I know, or you can buy lots of tickets. But every bit of support helps the community grow. And eventually, when when we're allowed to, we're going to run some absolutely kick-ass knife shows because we're going to be in uh, a position to do that.
4: Yeah, we're going to be in a strong financial position. The community's really got behind us, uh, the Knife Art Association. There's a lot of people out there doing things for their, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there doing things for, for whatever their motivation. But the Knife Art Association is a not-for-profit. It's absolutely giving uh, people, giving their time to, to make stuff happen the people behind the Sydney Knife Show, the Brisbane Knife Show, the Perth Knife Show, uh, the Blades Australian Blades Symposium, and um, very soon the Adelaide Knife Show with COVID-19. COVID so.
0: yeah, I reckon Baldy released the fucking COVID flu. It's too coincidental. Too coincidental, hand it... over the reins, and then all of a sudden yeah. we can't hold the show again. Yeah, come on, Baldy, mate.
2: Feed are Yeah um caveat um, is that's a joke everyone (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of work too like i went down to the symposium and um little hammer and i had nothing compared to something like that like a a big nice show and it's monumental the logistics involved in trying to organize something like that it's pretty wild it's massive mate it's massive
4: it is yeah Uh, it was first uh initiated by keith flutter um 2005 or seven or something. I, I wasn't at that one, but um, the, the, the post ones I, I ran at Keith's place and I did most of the organisation and uh, obviously with Keith. And then um, I ran them all the way through to just recently when um, Andrew and uh, Riley took over the reins. So, yeah, it, it's epic, epic. There's, there's so much to consider. There's so many irons in the fire, all your presenters, timings. It's but such a great event um just yeah really good event i'm, I'm really proud of that one mm. a um which is uh tim kingsford says he's used some of them of uh, his time side but in a pocket clip uh but the one i wanted to click on was brad stone who says sorry for the new question but what's your background bring and what brought you to where you are in knife making um, tell us a bit about uh, tell us a bit about your childhood and how knives were involved.
2: I grew up in Papua New Guinea, um, so I had a knife and an axe, machete um, with me at a young age. Uh, originally a chef by trade, uh, now a motorcycle mechanic. Half my working life, I've had a knife in my hand, whether it's chefing or meatworks. Uh, yeah, I mean, here we are now.
0: What was your influence see, like, to get started in knife making? Yeah, did you did you no. see a, a a website or a you know Instagram post or something?
2: And go fuck! I've got to get into that. Well, I've always carried a knife or three or four. Um, always wanted to do it, just never got around to it, I guess. And uh, just thought, sort of bugger it, why not give it a go?
0: Did you start yourself in your own workshop, or did you you know do a course somewhere?
2: No, I I think I got some steel at an auction from um, Jay at, is it Odin's Reach? Um, Yeah, Odin's Arms, I think it is. Odin's Arms, yeah. Uh, Went out to my uncle's, made a knife. um, Yeah, and from there it was just down the rabbit hole, I guess, for one of a better word. Yeah, mate, we've been there. We've all been there. Mm. (laughs) It
0: depends which so, the it depends it, it depends if you go down screaming with your arms up or your feet up or you spin clockwise or counterclockwise but we all generally hit the deck about the same about the same sort of level i reckon
4: so what but what no, tools were involved yeah. nice so. what tools were involved in the making of your first knife how, how technical did you go uh for that one i used uh,
2: my uncle's got a radius master Oh, yeah. yeah. Good choice. Um, I, did, I did have a play with some files, but um, it's like when I started to have a bit of a play with Damascus, I set my first big three billets, went to forge it out, and went, Yeah, no. Fuck this. I've got, yeah. got, <laughs> got a log Spritter in the shed. Let's make something up. Um, yeah. So.
4: Yeah, no, I was the same. I was, and Kev's the same. We both started with Radius Masters. Yeah, I mean, I've, still,
0: I've still got my original.
4: Mine was uh, the, the, mine's the, mine's not original. Mine's heavily modified, but I've
0: still got it. Well, mine's heavily modified too, but it was my original grinder. It was, and it was a variable speed. I've got the carbide platen and a couple of other bits and pieces on it. I've I've jimmied it around a little bit to make sure everything runs square, but it's been flogged. It's been flogged harder than a fucking slow walking horse, and it still does the job for me. Yeah, no, no, no. I love mine. It's a yeah. great.
4: They're a good machine. They're a great machine. Really, really versatile. Look who's here,
2: really Glen. Glen Beaton. How are you going?
0: <laughs> It's chonk on, Glen. Chonk on. That's the that's the phrase around the world that is. Um, in, it's made by Bryn, and it's definitely gaining traction, mate. Chonk on. <laughs> we love it. Oh,
2: well, got to give it a go,
0: Adam.
4: Yeah, Adam's yeah. asking. What mods have you done to your Radius Master? Well, mainly I milled the back off it to fit the motor you bought, Adam, as you well know. Uh, I milled the back off it to fit the uh, the motor so I could do the variable speed conversion because because um, yep. that shits the gun.
0: And mine was yeah. a variable and, speed motor, but we but we found out off um, John Price at Radius Master that you can get a little um, programmer, plug it in, take the top off your, your thing, plug it in and actually boost up the speed and set it to run in reverse, which is really handy for sharpening knives.
4: I've got one of those programmers somewhere.
0: Yeah, no, I, they're very handy. It's the
4: same, it's the same one that's on my um, it's the same one that's on my drill press.
0: It is, yeah. So, yeah. Another oh, one, yep,
4: yeah, that's right, mm. exactly. And I've never I bothered well I I'd put a Tico drive on it. I mean, you can't go wrong. So one of the old beige Tico FM fifties, you remember them? Yeah. The big <laughs> fucking <laughs> Rock solid drive. So yeah, got one of them on it. Uh, I think nothing, really in not nothing indestructible. indestructible.
3: Not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not but when you know it's Not better. indestructible. Let's, but let's be honest,
4: Let's be honest, Bert. If you, if anyone can fuck it, it's you. So, yeah. <laughs> if it's electrical, you've got the talents. You've got the skills. You guys, Jamie tells me uh, uh, he's had to yep. fix it.
3: No, one of them is that you guys. I, I send it to you guys to look it up, but it's been
0: two years. I kind of yeah, give well, up. It's
4: it. fucked. That's why. <coughs> yeah.
2: Jay, Cross,
0: Jay Cross pointed out, there's a comment on the screen now. Jay Cross, thanks, mate. Um, within the guild, um, Gamaco um, was kind, kind enough to donate to the guild um, a thing called the AK, AKG scholarship. And within the guild group, um they called out for nominations for certain makers and certain well for want of a bit like people social media um people that have been helpful and in that the ones that the ones that were selected through popular vote and all the rest of it, peer peer review, um Gamaco were kind enough to uh, you know pay for was it pay for membership for the for the guild membership for that particular year and what else did you have on there? Can you remember? I
4: can't. Oh, $50, $50 gift vouchers for anyone who just had a go.
0: Yeah, that was um, it for the people that, that tried to get into yep. the Guild or got into the Guild. Just for, just for having a
4: go. We support yep. We support the not-for-profits like the Guild that are doing great things. We talked about mentorship. You can't go better than the Guild. You can't go wrong. A great network of people. And it's, um, it's an organisation that's... Uh, people can sometimes think it's a little bit exclusive and it, and it really isn't in, in as much as um, everyone's welcome to join. But you do have to make knives of a certain standard before you can. And, and yes. that's why it's a, a guild. And they help you get well, to that standard.
0: Like, that's it. You know. look, look up the definition of a guild and that's what you expect to see, in my view anyway. But when Bryn was talking about, you know, handing that Peter Del Raso knife around, Peter's been a member of the guild since the 90s. If I'm mm. not wrong, maybe even no, earlier. And, and Peter, once you get past his hard, toughened exterior, is a really, really fucking nice guy who is happy to help out, you know, people. He's mentored Ian Stewart, for example, to get him where he's at. Um, so you know, there's a there's a that level in the guild that's there, and their their information is is you know priceless. Um you know, in terms of exclusivity, it's kind of nice that it's tough to get into. And we—I remember back when I was the state rep for the ACT, in New South Wales—we actually had people asking, mm. "Can it get? Can we make it tougher to get in?" And it's like, "Well, well, yeah, we can." And and you know, we went through that process of establishing what I regard as a fair assessment process for for entry. Um, it wasn't so much in, in, about
4: making it tougher. It was, it was making it the same. Repeatable. Everywhere.
0: So everybody. Yeah, repeatable. uniformed and repeatable. repeatable. My background in training and assessment, mate, if it's not repeatable and you can't take that and transfer it from here to here, it fails. And I was talking to someone about the guild assessments and the past processes where, you know, if I got up in the shit, someone might fail and someone got up in a happy mood over the other side of the, the country, you know, they might pass. And now it's – it's you remove that process of, uh, you know, the hard strings attached to it and everything, and you just go by the assessment. Yep, yeah, check You get a score, and then they,
4: if your score adds up to the right number, you're and, and it's if,
0: only 50% to get in. Yeah, 50% for your, for your probationary. And, you know, people like bloody Anthony Kittle that just scored a clear run of 20s, you know, there's a bit of work involved and you, and you want to put your best work forward, your best foot forward, as they say, but it's definitely, um, you know, look, I've been around the guild. I'm still only a, uh, a, a new member. I've been around it for a, for a few years and I've seen it sort of take a bit of a slump and a bit of a hit. And I can tell you what, it's on the right foot forward now. And, and I think the direction the guild's taken now is much more positive and it's a bit. You know, it's a lot more promising for the members and potential members to look at getting into.
4: And we've got a part-time employee now. She's doing a day a week to handle all of our administration, yeah. which is which was where we let ourselves down, uh, to be frank. Yep. We let ourselves down in administration because it's all volunteers. But it's now all that, volunteers, that, that's it. That. We're moving through that. We're moving on to another level. So there's the Guild, there's the Knife Art Association, and... Um, and, and yeah, that's all I want to say about that.
2: Fair enough. I, on a note with um, assessment with knives, I yeah. haven't tried to join the Guild. It's something I want to do in the future. A big thing for a new maker, and this is a big thing for myself, is to learn to take constructive criticism, I guess is the word. Yeah. You know. Um, exactly. And it, it's I- a hard thing. The sooner you accept it, the better your knives are going to get. There's a lot of very high-end makers out there that will help you and give you some tips, provided that you're listening and having a go. But be patient with it. You know, it was a long, easy 12, 16 months before I worked out who was who and before people had even talked to me. And when they did offer me some feedback, they soon tell whether you attempted what they asked. And even if you failed it and couldn't get it, they can see that. If you're not having a go at it, yeah. being honest with yourself, they're going to tell you to piss off pretty quick. But to have some top-end makers take the time to give you a bit of a hand is a pretty big thing. Eh? It's a it's a big shortcut in your knife-making.
4: It, it so, really uh, is. And and it, yeah. it goes for whatever you make. Like if I make barrel knives. None of the guys I speak to make barrel knives. But they can look at my knives and they can see faults and flaws that maybe even I haven't picked up on, and they'll not just tell you there's a flaw here, but they'll say, see, what I would do there, I would do this, 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 and this. And you go, "Oh," And, you know, as you said, next level. You're on the next level straight yeah. away.
2: Yeah. But, and, uh, uh, then you ask mate,
0: and the point that I was making... Don't be an Yeah. Well, Jay Cross just put on there, don't be an arsehole. Uh, the point that yeah. I was making before is, There's only there's only a very small handful of people that are full time knife makers in Australia. Everyone else has a full time job or at the least a part time job and knife making is a hobby. And if they're really good at it and it's a part of their part time or hobby pursuit, you know, and they're offering their their invaluable advice. Take it on board. Don't shove it back in their face. You know, get a bit of advice from someone and, and then do something completely opposite I guarantee you they're not going to offer advice to you a second time round not saying, if, you know, and, and most if, people put cadets, oh hang on is if, it what's really? It? what's is it? what's it? it? Jimmy, it's Jimmy. He's a little knife maker with a lot to learn Jimmy, it's
5: Jimmy. he's a handful of trouble Ooh. at every Jimmy, time Jimmy, what's going on?
4: Gamaco Co Artisan
5: Supplies.
3: <laughs>
4: Knife Making Down Under Podcast. Seriously, that's got to be the world's most kick-ass entry for anyone. I and he's always having,
0: most, having so. such a lot of fun. It's Timmy. <laughs> right,
4: okay. Timmy's... Timmy, I'm not going to give away anything other than to say Timmy is about to go live, well, not live, but on national TV. Enough said. Keep an eye out, guys, for those guys that watch TV. I know it's a dead format, but anyway, it's still good. Timmy is about to be doing his thing on television. That's enough. We won't say anything more. Timmy, what date? What date? date? Uh, Sunday. It's on Sunday. Sunday night. So
0: cha- Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Yes, Sunday
4: night. What's on Sunday, on Sunday night? Sunday night? <laughs> What's on Sunday night? I didn't. Show I didn't, I didn't think
3: they showed. I didn't think they showed Wiggles at night
4: Forged in play, what? Is
0: play school still going? Forged in play school. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I thought he was on, on.
3: Yeah. Wiggles. Wiggles. Get it, Get on it, Bryn. Yeah. Bryn.
2: Give him a fucking serve, mate. Yeah, come on, Bryn. Thank go I can't. I can't, mate. Save my ass for the hammering. How are you, Timmy? <laughs> I'm
4: good. So, how are you, Bryn? Uh, yeah, Bryn, he saves, he saves my ass every day. So. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> what time, no, what channel? Not, no, 60 not
5: 60 minutes. Minutes. Can we
4: say forged is that in other one is it? Is it is that other where the forged in what okay that nah, that's enough said enough said
5: can't can't reveal too much can't reveal too much it's nah. top secret yeah, non
4: disclosure non disclosure agreement supply yeah everyone's got forged a sign. in what sorry what
0: channel don't know don't know
4: some some bloody station some bloody station yeah,
0: yeah that's some it. bloody that's station it. some bloody show yeah. Forged in Timmy okay, time. I've gone
4: too far, I haven't I, Timmy? All right. Yeah,
0: so. you revealed it all. You revealed it all. No, no, it's still over. Everyone knows now.
4: That's all right.
0: Oh, Lee on. got it right. Australia's Ray's most
4: That's it. Say, <laughs> so, Timmy, tell us what's going on. What's happening in, in in the in the world of Tim?
5: In the world of Tim, I just got home from rock climbing. It was fun.
0: Rock climbing.
5: <laughs> yeah, I know. It at, at nine o'clock.
0: Who goes rock climbing at nine o'clock? <laughs> I know. I, I used to do. I used to do rock climbing mm. before I bust, busted myself three. up, and I did an outdoor about a seven pitch climb outdoors at night, and by fuck it was unreal. Except when I turned the torch on, and there was a huntsman about as big as my hand, about three feet away from me, and I'm an arachnophobe, so I turned my torch off. And then I was like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck, I better look where this spider is. And I turned my torch <laughs> back on and the spider wasn't there anymore. <laughs> <did you> go? <laughs> I climbed up pretty fucking quick. Hold <laughs> uh, on. Awesome. Forged. Well done.
3: forged in parameter.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: forged <laughs> in parameter. Is is that is that oh. the shot that you have to forge in the flavored book to Oh, up?
4: I didn't understand a word you said, so I'm just going
0: with yes. (laughs) You had a little bit of static right there at the punchline, Murr. What did you say?
3: Forged in parameter is a show. You have to to forge it on the kebab fire. The kebab Uh, fire. Yeah,
0: hey,
3: hey, kebabs.
0: (laughs) On a rotisserie. Uh, you using garlic, well garlic, garlic sticks to it. There's no <laughs> flux.
3: There's no flux. You're using the garlic sauce <laughs> <laughs> garlic,
4: you're to bully, tabuli. maguli. So um uh, yeah, so Tim, what's what's happening? What's news?
5: What's apart news? from rock climbing. Uh, apart from rock climbing. I uh, well our free freight uh February. Uh, well, February's about to end. So better get the order in then. Better get the order in. Um,
4: do, we, do we carry it on? Do we carry it on? Are we going to carry yeah. it on? We don't know yet. We have to have you need, if
0: you're going to carry it on, if you're carrying it on, you need to name it something that starts with MMM for March.
4: Oh, wow. well, then we're fucked. We'll have to quit. Send us marketing <laughs> ideas. Send us marketing <laughs>
5: ideas. Send us yeah. ideas. And if you, you send a good idea, then we might continue it on.
4: Well, yeah, yeah, if we idea. get something if you give us something cool to call it, that's a bloody good idea, Timmy. Something Brilliant. cool to
0: call it. You've got it, till it, Sunday it, night people get on board.
5: Send me an email.
0: We've been having this in-house
4: we've been having this in-house um competition for this new sanding spray we've developed, like it's a hand sanding. I have gotta tell you, man, there's some fucking cool names, but
0: I don't think we can publish any of them. <laughs> I am going to say, I don't know if we want to know about what you guys are doing in the office with spraying hand stuff around.
4: And and stroking lube and all sorts of things. It's great. Yeah, no, we've got we got a school names, but it's just nothing. Can really we get publishing. a little bit of that?
0: Can we get a little bit of that to spray on our hands when we're helping work with his erection? <laughs> what? Have you shared you sick bastards? Come on. Oh, man, you're making me out like I'm some dirty bastard. I'm
4: not you are <laughs> so, so there's free free freight free freight February's coming to an end.
0: That's it. Look um, at Andrew oh, Smith. Did that guy work in marketing or what?
4: Mass wow. mail out March. Fuck man. He's in for the win, wow. isn't he? Magic um, Mailman Month. Mailman Month. Oh ho, 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 ho. sorry, Andrew, you've been pipped. Timmy, that's my favorite. Magic Mailman there Month. So come. Go.
5: Owen, you're getting a shirt.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're getting a shirt. Oh, okay, we'll
0: hold you to that. Owen, you're getting a
4: shirt. Yeah, magic mailman oh. month. Okay, we're going to have we're ending free freight February and we're having magic mailman month,
0: which is actually well, we have magic Owen mailman March, but we'll still give you a free t shirt. Magic mailman March, we're still there where the mailman magically appears Hello. at your door and delivers your Gamaco goods of $50 or more. For free,
4: Timmy's losing it. Timmy's losing it. He's losing it. He's gone. Oh, Timmy's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Ah, oh, what a shame. Now that's a good idea. Now there's that. While Timmy's disappeared, I just wanted. I had Dean, some notes. I've got to
0: no. show notes. What Dean doing? March mail call done and done. No. Yep. Yeah. No. So. Um. Oh, Dibby's back. I wanted to talk talk about the knife-making
4: down under group. We've got 5,600-odd members now. And we really really just sort of started the whole thing as a bit of a joke and so we can shit and and now it's sort of getting a bit serious. We sort of – I I spoke to the guys today, but if you guys out there have any good ideas on how we can just, you know, build the community, stuff you want to see us do, competitions, um, shit like that then get in touch with us, and, and we're all we're all ears to actually start doing something with the group now. Because well, 5,600 people is a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah. And let's just go, while we're on the topic of the knife-making down under group, let's just go on to the fact that it's now got 5,600-odd members, a very small yep. handful of moderators, and what appears to be an increasing number of people being fuckwits. I'm um, happy to say it. No, I'm happy to say it. Fuck it. I'm happy to say it. There's a, there's a small group trying to moderate this stuff, and there's plenty of groups out there that accept people being fuckwits on these groups, chiming in with just bullshit just to fucking get a fucking jib out of someone. And the, the line's been drawn in the sand in the last couple of days with some of the shit that's going on. And... What it's going to come down to pretty quickly, we only have one rule. We've had a pretty loose group rule, which is don't be a dick. Yeah, that's it's that's eight. interpretive that's however not, you want to take that's it. Not,
4: that's not loose. That's tight. That's tight. Uh, yeah. It's easy to understand. Don't, even don't be a
0: dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. We want the group to be an informative group where people are happy to put up content and not be harassed by people being fucking dicks. And the tolerance has been pushed. And if you're on there now being a dick, you, you're going to get dismissed. You're going to get the ban hammer swung and you're going to get out of there because you're bringing the place down and really no one wants to put up with your shit. You've heard it. Banning, banning, banning
4: dicks is kind of like playing whack-a-mole, isn't it?
0: The whack-a-mole hammer's going to strike you down on your dick fucking head and you're going to be gone. Um, We've added a couple of moderators to the group. We're not going to name names, but there's a couple of moderators to the group to give us a hand sorting shit out. And we have told those new moderators, you know, it's not a vote. Don't bring it to the attention of the other admin. If you think someone's being a dick, done. The group is good. For the most part, the group is good. We're getting good content posted up and we like to see it. And, and we're getting a whole heap of posts up there with stuff that people are doing. What we don't want is the antagonistic crap that people throw in mid-post just to get a jibe out of people. That stuff's going to go out the door pretty fucking quick. I don't tolerate it any longer. I've had a fucking gutful, and I'm going to start fucking blocking people and banning people, swinging a bit of fucking moderator power. See you fucking later. Anyway, on with it upwards. <laughs> so build the community. Build the community. Yeah.
4: Knife making down dead. under, knife making down under hammerings. Um, invite us to your hammering, and if COVID allows, we can get to your hammering. We'll go there. We'll do some interviews or something. Let's let's do let's use this this uh, what we've built here for um for bad And I don't even have any ideas. I don't I don't really care. Just let's do shit. So if you think of something cool uh that you want to see on the group, and you think that'll build the community and it's good for the industry. Um, then, then let's do it. That's that's what we're about, right? Huh? Yep. Oh, it's a page. It's a, it's,
0: that page so is it's sort of an extension of this podcast. Uh, that's what we created. Like Corrin was saying, we created it as a bit of a joke, but we created it as, as an extension to this podcast where we get the listeners and their friends and everyone else on board. Post up your knives. We've got some really fucking talented knife makers that I've noticed posting less and less, which is really disappointing. It's disheartening to see... Um, you know, that, that quality of knife that's being made not coming up on that page. And they've probably had a gutful too. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind, guys. It's like there's plenty of sites out there. If, you know, you want to go and be a dickhead, jump on board. They do some pages anyway, stroke. Timmy's back. Um, Timmy. but, like, yeah, we'd, we'd like to get Timmy on board now to tell us the weekly specials. Mammoth Madden- March, special. Monday, Madness, Mailman moment. Oh, knife-making
4: down under shirts. Get your knife-making down under merchandise. Supports the show. Pays for StreamYard. Let's just have guests and do what we do.
5: Yeah, the this, this shirt's available. Um, one thing that just showed up, and maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but one of the containers that's been stuck in the States
4: uh, finally arrived it was, today. It was due. What? On, it, it was due in the first week of December, and it turned up today. But anyway... I'm happy. Wow. I'm
0: happy. What's in it, Tim? What's in it? I'm happy. Gills. What's in it, Tim?
5: There's gills in it. There's steel in it. There's, oh, it's bloody brilliant. Ferric chloride.
4: Ferric chloride. Shit tons. Shit tons of ferric chloride.
5: Tons of ferric chloride. We've
4: got special
5: bottles for it. It's amazing.
4: Yeah, we're even going to supply it with instructions. No way. You heard it here first. (laughs) On, the
5: bottle. On the bottle. Craziness. Madness. Oh, I, I got
0: that, it wrong, guys. Apparently it was. That's June customer November. service. That is customer service, like I've the never man, heard of before. About to know,
3: too, guys.
5: It was June November. There was delays before it even got sent. But anyway, it's here now. And the second one's coming soon.
4: The second one that was sent. Um, yeah, about it was said about months after it is going to be. Oh, have we lost Bryn? Ah, uh, he's given up on us.
0: Oh, okay. No, nah, fair enough. He's probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mert, did you say your batteries are about to run out? Yeah, it says I'm down to 5%. I
3: may go too. dark very soon. Don't you, you man. say it, man.
4: <laughs> what, what? Here, Bryn's back. He's plugged in. There
5: you go. Tim, I I uh I edited them today. So they'll be going up as soon as Karen gets his act together.
4: Oh fuck, I put them on the ah oh, they're on my desk at work. I have been asking that little fucker for weeks
0: to get them done. <laughs> he has, he has. I can back this up because I've been on a couple of group conversations. With Tim and Coron has been saying Tim, And he didn't today and, all that and, shit and, out. <laughs> and I forgot to put him up. Damn it.
4: So it's all your fault. Really? Oh, fuck
5: off. It's your fault. <laughs> I what and I
4: it's not in them. tomorrow, <laughs>
5: Tim. So they'll be going up Monday if you
4: could like <laughs> shut up then. Yeah, there'll be a few to watch. It's playing catch up with us, unfortunately. It's um it's the professionalism you've come to know and love, or you don't listen to us pretty much.
2: Pretty
0: much. pretty much, we're getting there. We're getting
2: there. We're getting there. He's pretty happy. Hey, Look Tim. at this. He's sick. Cheers, guys. Oh, hey Timmy. In case oh. I cut out, thanks for all your help with the hammering, mate. To get everything sent on time, mate. Really appreciated. it.
5: Glad we could help. Well, oh. and so,
0: if, he, if he cuts out, if he bit... cuts out, if Bryn cuts out, we're going to read to you the. um Nasty email that he sent us telling you how shit you <laughs> yeah.
4: are. So, Tim, if anybody is thinking of, of having a meet or a hammering, get in touch with us, talk to Tim, tell us what you're going to be doing. We'll send you whatever you need to help it out, okay? And that's uh, – I don't know what we did for you, Bryn, but hopefully we did something good. And uh, we normally send shirts at a, bare, at a bare minimum, but if you need anything, just ask. We'll get it sorted. Is that
2: what we did, Tim?
5: Yeah, as far as I can remember. Yeah, no
2: mate, it was great. I yep. did, um good. There was belts, there was steel, there was shirts for Made a big day. It's un- it's unreal. Like, it. like I had a
0: small, yeah. I had a smaller hammer in here in December, uh, local one for for a bunch of guys, and none of them knew that none of them knew what they were in store for because I said just come around and hang out for the day, and you know we'll turn the forge on and see how we go, and we made a whole bunch of San mai and like go Mai, five layer stuff and everyone got a t-shirt and they fucking, they all felt part of it because they all had a t-shirt and they had all of a sudden and everyone was chucking them on straight away. And yeah, it was kind of gay. It was like a um, boy band gone wrong, but um, you know, the camaraderie was there still. What Tim, for those that can't see Tim's face, he's looking at me with a, a level of disgust. I've not seen Disgust I've not seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get that every single day, Ken? I pretty much do, even when I look at myself in the mirror. No, that's good. So we've got lots of steel and stuff in. We've got plenty of stuff. Uh, Rhino wet, I saw on your page, you've got plenty of Rhino yes. wet in stock at the moment, which is awesome. Rhino wet. Uh, and- yeah? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what? oh go for it.
4: Another me. thing. Can I tell them about the cart twist clamps? Too late.
0: Have you got I just car twist did. clamps back in stock? Not no, yet. but we will very soon.
4: Back in they very soon. Buy? Bolt coming. We did a deal with them in,
5: in a week or two, or maybe. So maybe four. The old,
4: the old owners of car twist clamps in the states. I went there uh, when I was in LA one time, and and it was a really excellent, excellent operation. Like straight out of 1950s, little um, lovely, lovely ladies, I'll say, lovely ladies making cart twist clamps and under the presses and stuff. And um, uh, a wonderful, they said, we have an Australian, you should meet her. So they took us up and there's this lovely Australian girl. She's she's in LA and she's making No Nomar Hammers. And they said, I said, oh, what are you doing in LA? She said, oh, I'm an actor. I said, course you are, darling. Anyway, never mind. <laughs>
0: Ah, nice. I was actually talking up those card twist clamps just the other day to someone, but then I was also saying, unfortunately, when they were taken over, the price just went through the frickin' roof. I'm fucking excited, I man. I'm going to be on board, buying plenty of them. They are. I think we've got
4: value. a. I think we've got a. I think we've got a good deal. It's we the best deal good. we could get, and yeah, it's going to be pretty good. So that we brought them in in a, in a container of other stuff, so it should come in good with freight. And um, we'll be back on, back on with on not it's they to be a little bit more expensive, but everything's gone up, so there's not much we
0: can do about Yeah, that. Knife engineering books are back in stock by look of it too. Uh,
4: probably. I've got one of them they're too.
0: They are. in are informative work. <laughs> and uh, bulk, good buy car- good. bulk buy cards. You. Oh, and more. You're
4: what? a fucking classic. Bulk buy cards. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, I brought them in the first time. That was... Yeah. I, them, um, I them bought, of them. I brought, I bought yeah.
0: six of the small ones and six of the large ones, and I wish i bought 20 of each. each They're going to go quick. Each.
4: They're going to go yeah. quick. And the way freight is going, there's like 80 ships off the coast of bloody LA that they can't get loaded and unloaded. So the way freight is going, it's going to be a long time before we get any more. So they are going to go... Yeah. Listen, quicker. listen.
0: I want this to be treated like Wall Street and I want some fucking insider trading, all right? I want to know when those suckers land. I want first dibs at them. Timmy, if that doesn't what, happen, what do I... I'm three hours from your workshop, uh, from your workplace, Tim. I'll come up every, um, every day, your,
4: uh, every day, every day when I come in, I go, me can't twist clamps come in yet?
2: But uh, no, not yet. No, nah, no. Nah. Hey, to the me... night takers that have probably never used them. What makes them a good thing? I'll go and get one if you like. I'll get. One. They are.
0: They're made from copper and uh, alloy, aluminium. Is it copper and aluminium? You can basically clamp your knives. I clamp my knives between angle iron to keep them straight when I temper. You clamp these suckers onto your knives. You chuck them in the oven. They come out like perfect, as good as new. Impervious to glue, everything, mate. And they just—they're just, they're just a solid unit easy to use and like i said mate i've had my lot now for whenever corin ran the first buy. they're hard to beat so, they? they're just hard to beat
4: and the best thing about them any normal clamp if you're clamping stuff under the drill press the handle's in the way of your chuck with a cart twist clamp right the handle's out the way on the side
0: squeeze so, it so, tighter. Got,
4: so you can come in like oh, that hurts no that so they, they do a whole bunch of different models. I don't know what they're bringing in, but I like the deep throats. The deep throats are the best. I deep throats are good. Deep, deep throats, throats are good if
0: you're doing fifty mil angle to clamp your blades in.
4: Yep, and they do a whole bunch. And I don't know if we brought them in um, because the new company that makes them doesn't do the whole range yet or whatever. But they do yep. a whole bunch that have like protective jaws,
0: so you can. do? You, get- do, are you getting uh, just- are You getting like the single? You getting the single clamp ones for the whole downs? Um, yeah. The hold downs yeah, yeah they're the hold really good if you for want to do press. they're for your drill press and then for scribing center lines that sort of stuff as well
4: so you can there get else. a handle for them as well i don't think we can get the handles at the moment but the handle for them is pretty good as well um this is a t-bar one they come in a round handle or a t-bar the round handle is really good because you can do it up in your hands while you're holding stuff
0: yeah when together. you got fucking arthritic fucking mango hands like mine. Um, why is Tim making faces at me? Oh, just no kidding. he's laughing at he's laughing at me because um mm. Ian said we'll sort you out Kevin Slater, even if Tim Ford doesn't and Jay Cross has got a little bit upset and gone for fuck's sake i bet you do. <laughs> I think he
5: said that to Karen liking the deep throat but all right.
0: Oh, <laughs> I missed that
4: what's wrong with what's wrong with a bit of... Anyway, I'll show you a movie later. Anyway, no, no, we, know, so we know, we
0: know, we know who the lead for Mert's erection is going to be.
4: But the real, the real good thing about them is, um, yeah, everything's copper plated. So if you use them for welding, the slag and shit doesn't stick, and um, yeah, they, they talk up really well. But the best thing for me is under the mill or under the drill press is the fact that that handles out of the way of my chuck. Yep. Like every other clamp
0: I've done, it's just in the way. And if you do the block grinding method on on your um, shopmate forty eight with the big table, if you put them with the clamp attachment forward, they don't they don't get in the way of your um, arm on the shopmate forty eight either. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So
4: they're they're just Very a versatile nice. little clamp. Um,
0: and you can
4: never have too many clamps. Yeah,
0: no, they yeah, always been, the better.
5: Yeah, we've got we've got heaps of stuff coming in. There's, there's a bunch of other exciting things in those containers. Um, oh,
0: Timmy, stop we're just, it!
5: We're just you know teasing you now. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah we we'll we'll better just be sprayed up the bugs to... because I'm going to be all over those containers.
4: Oh, you don't know how much that costs when they fucking do that. Don't even joke about it. Every year when we have the stink bug season in California, the containers get sprayed. It's like a 1000 bucks. Fucking boom. Spray your container boom. with a guard to keep the bugs out. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It's horrible.
5: Plus all the, the customs fees we just got slammed with for no reason. Twice. Yep. But anyway, so
4: was, that's besides the some, point. Something like $8,000 in customs fees.
0: Yeah. Tim, yeah. there's a question for you. On the screen right now, Brad. We sent them straight back. There may have been a few
5: missing. They went in current. <laughs> <office.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh dear! The question oh, for those, the question for those that can't see the live feed was from Bradstone: Is where did the sex stories end up? You need to listen to the previous podcast. <laughs> Uh, to understand the uh, mix-up in orders when when the guys at Gamaco excitedly opened up one of the containers and realized that the, um, the rubber cleaners right. had been changed with bloody big rubber dildos.
4: <laughs> it is we what it that. is. I think that shipment took, today you all well, take a
0: long thing. lunch that day?
4: <laughs> they sold yeah, rather said... better.
0: Can't do his clamps. That's clamp, yeah. man. That's that's not the
3: African African blackwood that we ordered.
0: Yeah,
5: (laughs) yeah.
3: think I sent that
0: thirty-ton container via (laughs) Gamaco.
5: I uh, All right, boys.
4: Well, that's about it. Good on you, Timmy. Thanks for joining us, Timmy. I'm sure that was insightful for everybody. Um, Certainly very professional. Uh, we really admire the level of professionalism you bring to our to our podcast. And uh, I'm not going to play the outro. We need an outro for him, I
0: think. Ah, Timmy's gone. We'll do an outro no, one back. day. Oh, Why is he gone. back? Get oh, rid of him. He's back. Oh, oh, he's oh, he's gone. Stop it. No, <laughs> oh, he's back. Making us bloody feel
3: Timmy sick. Use my, use my goodnight sweetheart for the outro. <laughs> the one that I sang with nice. the goodnight sweetheart that I did.
4: Yeah, and I'll and I'll um I'll just dub over it. Good night, Timmy. It's time to go. Good night, Timmy. It's time. To... Yeah, I reckon you're right. We can do that.
0: And I Julian, mean, thank you, maybe thank I you, see Julian. That's dedicated to Timmy. What? He said he's going to make one that's dedicated to Timmy. Oh there goes right. Bert. So we have we have a reduction in presenters. Uh, we've lost Timmy. We've lost Mert. Our guest for the evening, Bryn, Bafu Bafu from, from the Facebook groups. Um, thanks, mate, for coming on board, talking to us about the um, logistics behind running a – or organising and running a um the highs and lows of that. And the fact that you're going to look at doing another one suggests that you know, as we suspected, it's an addictive process and it's something that's not going to leave you pretty pretty quickly, that's for sure. Um, and a bit about your background as well, which is pretty cool. Um, you bring guests like yourself bring the standard of our show up significantly, so we love having you guys on board. <laughs> um,
2: no, good, yeah. good to be on board, guys, and have a chat. Yeah,
4: good, good. Good to have you, mate, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you again uh, very soon. I believe there's another ham- hammering coming up, Luke Bergelman's, and um, I'll be heading up to that if COVID allows in um, in autumn. So well,
0: we'll that'll go be good. And catch it, right? Yeah, Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. I, I want to go. I've got to go up and see me, mate Neil, and um, and it'll be good.
0: <coughs> uh, happy
4: days. Cool. All, All right, right thank
0: you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, Thank you, everyone, for okay. signing in and listening to us. Um, we'll be back in two weeks' time, hopefully with more exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, jump on board to the Knife Making Down Under page, post up your work, and keep everyone um, you know, informed of what's going on in the knife making world. That's where a lot of stuff happens. And we want to if you get some people being dickheads, just click the report post button. And you know we'll we'll get onto it before just I go.
4: Yeah. Before I go, I'm going to just show a little bit of a. I've got a bit of an NDA, but I'm going to just show a 12 second clip of what I was doing last week to a poor little house. Did I show you?
0: Well, it's up to you if you want to put that out there, but it's kind of exciting. It's only
4: a little. It's only a little clip. It's only a little clip. I'll see if Everyone, I can, watch. Everyone, watch watch watch, watch watch, watch, band 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 watch, watch, watch. Just, just wait up, I've got to find the appropriate, um, the
1: appropriate sort of video model. Bear with
4: me. Not very good at this
1: whole flying the computer thing, but bear with me.
4: All on. All on. That's, that's the sweet sound of all on. I'll just uh, figure out how to get that onto the other screen, and then I can share it, and then it's not going to work for me, you bastard. I'm over this, Kev. Why well, can't computers just like, do what you want them to do? Seriously.
0: you got to share something.
4: Here we go. Yeah, it's coming out. Here it goes. It's add to stream.
0: Yeah, Watch this, everyone. Here we go. Here this we go. Really Here, we go. Nice Here we go. Here we go.
4: So We're going to go to a 1, 1,100
0: litres of propane per minute.
4: 1,100 litres of propane per minute. Here it comes. Here it comes. One more rider. Come on. One more. Here she goes. 1,100 litres of propane per minute. That my friend
0: is fun. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Whew. Take care. Gas in it. Gas it. I burn
4: more shit like the barbecue. Yeah, this time we burned two houses, two houses. <laughs> but I've got a, I can't make a stupid YouTube video because they <clears throat> made us all sort of promise we were non-disclosure, and i just got away with that. So yeah, um, I'm gonna
0: just Bradstone next back, batch of shirts. I'm going to put a plug up, selfless plug. I'm about to put an expression of interest up for my grind monkey T-shirts. I don't know if people have seen the grind monkey. It's the safety logos with monkeys. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. And I'm going to put up an expression of interest shortly um, and take some orders and get some shirts posted. I'm using a a local Canberra provider. So the price is make much cream on top uh, so i'm going to put up expressions of interest for the grind monkey stuff uh they're cool they x l i can get up to five X-L. i can get up to five yeah but i've lost weight yeah. look at me yeah no, i'll no, yeah, <clears throat> i'll put them up folks i'll put up they're going to be individual t-shirts with the each of the logos there's no minimum. I don't have to do a minimum. I have a minimum setup fee, but I don't have a minimum print. So I'm going to put up the things for about a fortnight. Uh, like I said, I use a local person, local business operator um, who's just getting back on her feet after one of the shops she uses for doing something with the screens. Something happened, and Douglas is Douglas is. Ridiculous. What's up? Yeah, don't be I a like dick We'll get dick. Andrew Smith on with that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, don't be Let's a do dick. Don't be yeah. a dick. That's a pretty good rule, just in general. That's the only rule that's I right. raised my son by. I did. Nineteen years old, my son. He's now at university. The only rule he had in life, son, don't be a dick. It's all, it's all
4: you need. All right, guys. I'm out. Right. Have a good one. See us. Yep. Thanks, Tchau. Oi.